0: Nerds!
1: Today, this episode is for all you MCU TV nerds.
0: I'm Joanna. You're doing great, Krupnik.
1: And I'm Brian Armand the Seventh Plofsky, and we could not be happier you are joining us for today's episode.
0: Today in the Nerverse with Joanna and Brian, we are going to be unwrapping some delicious- with just some butter, such, scotch, candy, and discussing episode one of Hawkeye, the new series on Disney+. Plus.
1: So get your tracksuit on, bro, and grab your wine bottles. But first, as we start every episode, <clears throat> this is your spoiler alert alert. I repeat, this is your spoiler alert alert. We will spoil everything, so this is your spoiler alert alert. Yeah,
0: we're going to be giving you our instant reactions to Hawkeye, but we will obviously be talking about what happened in Hawkeye and probably spoiling some Endgame and Black Widow in there. So you've been warned.
1: You have been warned.
0: Do you want to talk through what actually happened in the episode?
1: (laughs) Yeah, so this first episode is called Never Meet Your Heroes. Uh, and quickly, what happens in this episode is we meet a young Kate Bishop in 2012, which is when the Battle of New York was happening, and uh, her family was greatly impacted by that. Uh, she was literally right in the middle of it in a beautiful apartment right by Grand Central Station. Funning and, and apartment. Be- incredible. And we flash forward to Kate Bishop as a young adult, 22 years old, and she is in college i think we're to assume she's in some kind of university she takes a bet she ruins the bell but she comes back for christmas i'm assuming she came back for like christmas vacation holiday vacation Mm -hmm. um and she finds out that her mother played by vera formiga um is marrying uh (coughs) tony dalton who is uh uh, played by jack duquesne uh, well who is jack duquesne in this and we'll get into who that is potentially uh and yeah, so, shout out
0: to all the better call Saul fans out there <laughs>
1: hell yeah and then uh so she gets involved with you know going to this benefit uh and so we're gonna flip back to hawkeye uh clint barton is on a family trip uh to new york to you know spend some time with his kids uh his wife is not there uh and uh they're trying to you know Uh, you know, build their relationship because obviously he's been pretty absent for their whole life because he's been, you know, an Mm -hmm. Avenger fighting crime, working for S.H.I.E.L.D. And so um, she is at lots of weird things are happening. Her mom is getting yelled at by some old guy who has they all have money. She's very wealthy. And (laughs) they end up going into the basement of the hotel where the gala, the charity gala is at a uh, gorgeous
0: wine cellar
1: a beautiful wine cellar. Uh, and then I think that's the, that's the, the lot, uh, palace in New York city, at least the exterior yes. was.
0: Don't they shoot like yeah. gossip girl there or something?
1: <clears throat> Maybe, but I don't know.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so long story short, um, they are auctioning off like very, very expensive artifacts. One of those things is all of the Ronin stuff from end game that Hawkeye wore. This is from mm-hmm. the rubble of the, um, end of end game when Thanos destroyed everything up in upstate New York. And, uh, they are selling that, uh, and long story short, they are interrupted by the Tracksuit Mafia, and when the Tracksuit Mafia comes in, they uh, she ends up uh, getting the Ronin stuff, Ronin's on TV, and at the end, they meet uh, Hawkeye and Kate Bishop meet together. Also, Kate Bishop, in a beautiful and stunning opening credits, we find out that wow. she has been training, because she, you know, obviously huge trauma from that 2012 Battle of New York, and she's training Hawkeye's her at the beginning, and so there's a lot of that. So that was a really crappy um, explanation <laughs> of what happened in the episode. Um, but
0: I mean, you just watched it like this is hot off the hot you. This is instant, hot off really the press, like hot yeah, off yeah, the yeah. press.
1: Um, <clears throat>
0: <coughs> <coughs> that, ooh, we get that, that was the ooh, press,
1: yeah. that was oh, the press, sizzling. that's the yeah. hot
0: press. Um, yeah, that tremendous shot of Hawkeye coming off the skyscraper and we see the arrow. I got this Peter Tingle came. I was so yeah, excited. Yeah, definitely
1: got some Peter Tingles there. But wait, let's stop. Yeah. What did you think?
0: I loved it. I am in. I Me too. I loved it. I yeah. can't tell you how little I really cared about getting a Hawkeye show. I, of course, was going to watch it. And I was like, oh, cool. We're getting a Hawkeye show. All right. <laughs> and then the trailer came out and I was like, oh, I love Christmas in New York. This will be fun. But I really didn't care. And it, uh, these – I'm in. I love it. I love it. I think I think what I love the most, just as an all-encompassing opening thought is that – that's coming to my head right now – is that um, – we just get to sit back and watch this. This is not an end game, like world is is you know on the brink of disaster. This is just Clint trying to figure it out and sort his stuff out, and we get to just sit back and watch. I to- love it.
1: Totally agree. I really, really, really love this. I agree with you. It's very like street level. Yes. And like the especially after Eternals, where the stakes were so high, it's really nice to have like. Not such high stakes, if that makes sense. Yes. And we're also filling in some of the blanks from Ronin and all that stuff. So I'm really enjoying that. I'm enjoying the Christmas aspect of it. But this is a Kate Bishop show that happens to feature Hawkeye. And I, I really know. appreciate that because we fell in love with Yelena in Black Widow, who is going to like take on the mantle of Black Widow, yeah. we're assuming. And our assumption the same is now. <laughs> the uh, our assumption the same as now our assumption is the <laughs> same now with uh kate bishop kind of taking over that hawkeye mantle if they decide to do a young avengers or whatever they're gonna do i like this episode and her and 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 um what's her name as kate bishop Um oh,
0: Haley steinfeld <laughs>
1: Haley steinfeld as kate bishop i who like reminds so- me of
0: your sister by the way did you see oh
1: yeah a little bit
0: erica shouts yeah. erica
1: yeah that's that's oh you know what that's pretty good. There were um, some
0: angles, and I was like Erica.
1: <laughs> but I'm super excited for her, for Elena to potentially join this cast at some point yeah, because great. I I really like the chemistry um, between all of the actors in this, and I I'm excited for her to pop in as well.
0: Yeah, I mean the cast. Uh, the, we had to talk about the cast. The cast is already stacked. Like I love. I, I don't really know much about Haley Seinfeld prior to this. I know she was in True Grit and I know that she's got a lot of followers on Instagram and that she's kind oh, of quirky right, right. and funny. Yeah, right. Um, knowing her is about that. Um, but she's great. Um, obviously, we get some Linda Cardellini who's like in another mm-hmm. world, my wife. I just love her so much. Um, sure. And Simon Callow as Ar- as Arnaud, Arnaud. Um, he, he's been in, a very, fa- Armand. Why do I have Arno?
1: Did you see, did you, when we were in London, did you stay in Stratford-upon-Avon with us? Yes, um, is
0: that why he looked familiar?
1: He played Falstaff in the Merry Wives of Windsor yes, we saw with, with Judi Dench. Dench. Yes. He was the Falstaff in that.
0: So it's so funny because he's also, I think, in Outlander and I was watching it and I was <laughs> like, why does this guy, I feel like I have a connection to him. Whenever I see an actor in something that we saw in London and we actually like got to see them maybe after sure. or they were at a talk back, I feel, I get this like, I know, I'm, I know you feeling. And I always have it when I see him, like when I saw Outlander and <laughs> you have finally told me why we saw him when we were in London a thousand
1: yeah. years ago. <laughs> a thousand okay. years. Well, ago. he's
0: great, and then yeah, I mean Tony Dalton uh, as Jack. I I love him in Better Call Saul. So this was yeah. really exciting to see him so, again, and of course Brian Darcy James.
1: So <laughs> that's what I wanted to bring up when and this show. Carmigo. Oh my god! When this episode started, first of all, that first five minutes or ten minutes, well, I forget however long it is of the relate of a young Kate Bishop with her parents yeah. and in New York at that time, just. Did such a good job of setting the scene. Mommy! I mean, this really is about PTSD and trauma and, Mm. you know, between Clint, you know, watching the musical, which we'll get into Clint watching the musical, and like seeing Natasha on stage and like all and and kind of like having that PTSD of like being in New York again. And and it's very subtle. Some of the time it's not subtle, but some of it is. And I, I really appreciate that. And on the Kate Bishop side, you know. That whole conversation with her dad, in terms of what are you going to do in a hurricane? I would protect you. And then her yeah. asking her mom for a bow and arrow because, like, Clint imprinted on her by saving her life in that moment yes. so much. I just think what a good foundation for this series to be a buddy comedy potentially, and be yeah. fun, and be a Christmas movie, and be an MCU you know TV show all at the same time. With that foundation of kind of these characters, I think is going to bode really well for this series, but what really fascinated me was i you we saw 2012 pop up on the screen and right. from endgame we know that 2012 was the battle of new york i mean they defined it as 2012 yes and then and then immediately we see Brian Darcy James and we see Vera Vermiga. And I'm just like, oh wow, they're playing her parents. I didn't realize that. And then I'm watching right. those scenes and I forget where they are and what time period they're in. And then all of a sudden the Chitari passed by the window. I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot that this is where yeah. we were.
0: I got I sort of had a thought when I saw 2012, because I I register that from like the Spider-Man homecoming movie. Like we've had that kind of think back to then moment which that timeline's all weirded out but i was so i was sort of thinking that that was gonna happen when we i just got we got that cue but i completely forgot once we were in their marriage and that totally and she's just upstairs it was chilling wait i didn't even ask you did you did you love it
1: yeah i I really dug this a lot um it doesn't like we talked about it doesn't feel heavy i don't feel yeah. like i have to pay attention to every single frame and like, i mean i am because i'm a yeah. nut job but like i don't know there's something lighter about it i love that it's christmasy and holiday themed it just kind of oh one it gets me in the mood but also like I, it just feels lighter and I, I it doesn't feel as heavy and i think that I'm excited to see what Jeremy Renner does in this version of Hawkeye as kind of like a little cynical, just wants to get out, is probably going to get pulled back. Well, we know is going to get pulled back in. Like I'm looking forward to his dynamic with with Kate Bishop. And she's like this wide eyed, excited fangirl who like is an incredible martial artist and archer and like up against him. Just like I just want to go home for Christmas. Also, notice Chris when they're at the when they're at dinner at the Chinese restaurant yes. uh two things one I love that he doesn't like the fame he gets with this I like that yeah. when they when they when they pay for his dinner he like is a little hesitant because he's just like that's yeah. not who he is um and I appreciate yeah. that he was just doing his job so that's just a character thing I really enjoyed <clears throat> but more importantly this is a 6 episode series and they literally said, "Oh, but Christmas is in 6 days." Six and I was days. like, "Oh, you better believe that I love a countdown uh, a countdown it's, uh, plot."
0: It's such a countdown plot. In fact, not only do they say that and I have in my notes, "6 days till Christmas" in counting. But they also put it in fabulous calligraphy on signage. I might add, when she's running through the kitchen, um, in the at the gala, it's on a whiteboard for the staff, and it say it says six days until Christmas. Like they want us to know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah,
1: because I mean, it. I, I'm, I'm assuming the last episode is whatever happens, whatever plot the plot takes us is going to be him trying to get home for Christmas. What? How? Like making yes. the plane or something like that, or.
0: Yes. So. <laughs> I mean, prediction. Do you think he's going to make it home for Christmas?
1: I do. I do think he's going to make it home for Christmas, and my yeah, hope just is that in the
0: nick of time.
1: Yeah, and my hope is that he brings Kate with him, like as like a oh, uh, like a uh, you know she sweet. like her family is so messed up. Like, here's a question yeah. for you.
0: Can we talk about that? Oh yeah, go on. Yes, you go first. I have many I have, questions I have, about this I have a dynamic. question for you. Hmm.
1: Her mom presents as fun and thoughtful in the first scene together. Obviously yes. they have some issues together, but when she like accepts, she her mom makes that comment about how young people and rich people feel invincible. And she's a combination of I have that in my both. notes
0: too. Yeah. I love that. That was a
1: great line. Um, And then you think that they have, like, a pretty good relationship. She apologizes. She feels really bad. Her mom, like, reprimands her. Probably not enough, but reprimands her. And then we're going to this gala, whatever. And then, to me, that scene when her mom tells her that she's engaged, or when she confronts her mom about being engaged to Jack, Mm -hmm. um, and her mom is just so deeply manipulative in that scene. Uh, in terms of like she turns it around like can't you just be happy for me as opposed to like if I I I am not in this scenario but let's just say that I had lost a, a loved one or something and I like a wife or whatever and I was getting remarried and I had kids there is no scenario in which I wouldn't broach the subject with my kids. Again, I'm the male in the scenario. So social norms say that I would be proposing. Um, but even if I were the female and and I knew something was coming, let's just assume she knew something was coming, even though they said it was very quick. Like, I just don't see a world where you don't have that conversation where she hugs, like, Oh, I was going to tell you like, it does not take a lot of effort to call someone and tell them something. However, clearly she she didn't want to deal with the reaction, so she'd rather deal with apologizing than like bringing it yeah. up. Yeah,
0: it seems like their family dynamic is not to get too deep into things. We get the sense that that like when Haley does uh, Haley when Kate doesn't wear the dress that her mom has laid out for her. She yeah, yeah, the yeah. Tux, um she you know we get the sense that they might not tell each other everything so i wonder if that's just further showing that like yeah they keep in touch and they're close and her mom has you know shel- obviously sheltered her from some element of the mysterious father which do we know if he's dead did we because that whole mo- moment was weird right well we, never saw, we never,
1: never saw a body we never saw
0: a body never see a struggle for mother or father we don't we see do her like struggle. Like we don't see them nearly escape death. We oh, just see her finally finding Kate. Totally. And, and her it away.
1: seemed like they weren't even in the house. And and uh, so that's a good question. So okay. So Yeah. Okay, so I I have some theories if we're gonna get into that.
0: Uh let's just go ahead. Let's go for <laughs> okay. it. I mean, because we're gonna forget. It's so Okay, much yeah,
1: you know, you're right. Okay. So the questions we so I think you're right. I think that this show is Making us so Armand Simon Cowell, Not yeah, not Simon Cowell. Um, our, our close uh, friend Simon Cowell, our, yeah. Um,
0: hello, yeah, Callow, Simon Cowell.
1: He is found dead at the end of the episode with this with a sword injury. We're assuming, yes, it is very clear that the show is trying to phone in the fact that Jack killed him. Right? Yes,
0: with a sword in the back, yes. The right. retracted blade that we saw him take, that's right. what they want us to think, yes.
1: I think that her mom did it, one. Wow. I think Just, that
0: wow.
1: either Brian Darcy James is alive or yeah. we're going to get flashbacks to that time period, uh, in 2012 again, and we're going to see what happened while Kate was looking for them. And I can imagine... Her mom having ac- maybe killed the husband or accidentally killed the husband. And then she got lucky because the um, the Chitauri invasion, the Loki chitari invasion, yeah. like was able to cover up what happened there for her. I'm wondering if that's something that would happen there. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. The only thing that is weird is that not uh, is, is that. They couldn't have possibly known that the Chitari moment no, was happening. No, it was so total. It luck. would have, yeah, it would have had to be. There would have, I, it, I'm very, I know that there's an answer to this question that we have. Like this, this will be sorted. But I'm with you that I don't 100% believe that um, Brian D'Arcy James is dead. The father is dead. Yeah, but um, there, so there's definitely more to say there. I, I actually love that moment at the gala when um, Kate. listens in and hears um her mom uh, eleanor and uh simon callow armand talking and arguing and she actually stopped you know how in the movies like there's always the girl who the girl or the guy who's like lurking and then the person walks past them and they're like oh hi hi and then they go about their business i'm glad that she was like what was that about mom
1: agreed i i I find that Kate bishop is very i love her character that she's not like a detective she's like Brute force in some ways, yeah. and she doesn't have like she doesn't have that like she doesn't have the that um uh what's the word I'm looking for like uh
0: like when she you doesn't like, have any reservations or yeah
1: um, filter, filter 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 she doesn't have a filter hmm. and and I I definitely appreciate that about the character um one two if you watch with closed captions there's way more to the conversation Which with I do. the mom yeah me too um yeah. but i'm wondering here's some other wild oh also i love 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 thematically the dad mm-hmm. tells her not to eavesdrop at the beginning and all she does during this whole thing is eavesdrop, is eavesdrop. With, i loved that
0: totally
1: also great plot point that is also character driven is like you had mentioned her not wearing the dress, but wearing the t- her, it's probably her dad's tuxedo. I'm going to make the assumption. Mm. So, so you have that, but then also that being a character element of her going against her mom, but like wearing her dad's thing, but it also working for the plot where she's able yeah. to get into that room because she looks like a caterer was just exactly. such good. Was so was so cleanly done.
0: So cleanly done. And I also I kept thinking of the office reference. Um You're dressed exactly like the servants. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Right. Anyway. Um yeah, no, that was that was so perfect. Um, I definitely think there's also something going on between Armand and um and Jack because they are arguing in the black market auction downstairs. <laughs> right. Um so there's something going on there too. Yeah, it's I think it's I think they're laying out a lot of little pieces that will there probably is some red... If if we have any guesses, I think they're probably red herrings. You're right. Like, I don't think it is Jack that stabbed him in the back. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But I... uh, Yeah, I'm just... I can't can't wait to see sort of the direction that they go with uh, Kate coming to terms with what's going on with her mom because she obviously has... She has had to look up to her and only have her since the death of her father and she, she probably is still grieving in a way. Yeah. Um... Because of that. And I, I just love that her motivation was it. We can, we 100% when we see that scene that when Hawkeye blows up the Chitari on the mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. sky snowboard, or whatever, we completely know when she says, Oh, I yeah, go the, arrow.
1: The, the sky yeah. snowboard, of course.
0: Sky snowboard, that's what that's called. The technical yeah, yeah, yeah. term.
1: Um, the technical term, yeah.
0: The opening credits, I just want to go back to because they're amazing. And they're incredible. if anyone has read the Matt Fraction, My Life is a Weapon, um, that is the, the artist is David Aha, and that is completely taken from as a nod, which I've read as well. There was a nod to Matt Fraction and a nod to, to, to David as taking the art and the story. Cause this is what a lot of the story is pulling from. Yeah. The, so and- that was, it was beautiful and it did such good jobs with the exposition, um, to, to show us how she actually got to be this way with Natasha. Yeah. We know Black Widow vague, and now we know more. But at that time, we just mm-hmm. knew somehow she got trained. But this was like, no, this is a girl with a lot of privilege and a lot of money and a lot of tech. And I was like, how does she have yes. this tech? And that eventually gets answered. Um, but we see that, like, yeah, it's so it's like the Batman thing. Like, what's your super? Yeah, totally. Yeah.
1: Um, that also brings me to to the hearing aid
0: oh, in the mu- musical
1: scene. Um,
0: I mean the musical
1: uh, scene I mean we'll talk yeah we'll get into that so but I just like that they're not just outright as of right now they're not outright saying like Clint is going like he's he doesn't have this big speech like yeah I'm going deaf like this is I like that he's just like going like yeah. he, he's just going to like he did dad it just it's a part of their lives so that we didn't need that like it feels more real because they didn't give us a stupid exposition on it it just like is incorporated right. into the scenes but let's talk about let's talk about Rogers the musical there are so (laughs) good I have I have a huge bone to pick I think that this show Rogers the musical unless creatively they're trying to do something that's a little low budget a show of this caliber (coughs) that is going to make a ton of money during the holiday season on Broadway would never look like that like (laughs) Hawkeye would Hawkeye would never have that lame costume on stage. They would mm-hmm. the Hulk would never be a guy painted green in a hoodie. That just yeah. wouldn't happen. That wouldn't happen. I know. I'm so, I'm and Ant
0: Man, Ant Man looked pretty pitiful too. My, yeah. only, my only counter to that is that I think it was Justin called this out. I think this was at the Lunt. Yeah. Which is owned by Disney, right? Because that's where Little Mermaid was.
1: <laughs> I know I, uh, at one point. I don't know if Disney owns it.
0: Oh well, Disney shows have been through there, so I just wonder if like it's also a nod to be like Disney will just put out a show and people will go see it. I mean, maybe,
1: but I think that's reading into it too much because Disney would if Disney had to do an Avengers movie on stage, like it would be wild. Like the special effects would be crazy. (coughs) Like. The, the the wires pulling you could see the wires pulling Tony up. Tony would be in full battle costume. Like yeah. I'm s so, i am like I'm so I'm sorry. Like that, like I couldn't buy into that. Also, the fact that they hated the musical, the fact that the musical was cheesy, in my opinion, I think that was a slight at Broadway because I think that show would actually be awesome if it was on stage. Oh, I 1000%. think that they did I think that they did musical theater dirty in that scene.
0: I do, too. I, I have to tell you, I don't mind because after about after, you know, <coughs> Diana being a musical, I um, no shouts to Diana. But after Diana being a musical, I'm like, this is pretty apt for what's going on. I, I mean, and from Clint's perspective, I mean, it's like it's just this grotesque display of what happened. And while I think it was very well done by uh, Mark Shaman and um, Scott... Whitman, uh, mm-hmm. I thought it was very well-performed and hysterical. And the lyrics, some of those lyrics, I don't know if you watched it. with. You did watch with closed yeah. caption. I went back and reread some of the lyrics. Um, my personal favorite is, if the city is trashed when you take your bow, we'll blame you then, but you're good for now. Avengers Unite, because we've got to hear you say, I could do this all day. And it belted. Belted. So good. <laughs> I loved it, but I think uh, you're so- right.
1: So did I. Oh, no, no. I want to be very clear. I loved it, but I also recognized what they were doing at the same time. But yes. I do think – it. I think they made it super cheesy on purpose, obviously, as we talked about. Because yeah. I think I think you're trying to do a couple things. One, you're trying to commodify a real experience that was like really terrifying for Kate Bishop, for the people involved, for – Um, Clint who was there like defending the city and the people and cutting that in in terms of the holidays, in terms of like the monetization of the holidays and stuff like that versus what they're trying to also tell a story about like family and things like that. Yes. I think if you were going to make the musical act, you had to make it really bad and cheesy, obviously, but I don't think in real life, if that musical hit the stage, I don't think that it would actually be as cheesy as it was portrayed in Episode one of Hawkeye.
0: You are a thousand percent correct. You are, I didn't even think about that, but you are one thousand percent correct. I, um, <laughs> I, I was almost like Clint in that moment. The minute that we see Nat and the actress who plays her, not physically um, from afar dancing, but when they have this, the way that her wig is and the light. She does look like Scarlett Johansson for a minute. They show you just not enough of her to remind mm-hmm. you that it's not her, while all the other actors you do see for a while that it's not her. But this one, like, I mean, maybe it's just me, but it looks like her. And the minute that that happens, I mean, it all falls away. And then you see the girl dressed up as her in the audience mm-hmm. in her, like, braid. Oh, my God. It was... I loved that. I got chills.
1: Yeah, I think that was done well. I think, I think that that scene... Mm-hmm. and plus the opening scene with the young Kate Bishop and that one, I think worked really well side by side in terms of setting up the characters that we're going to be watching in this version of right. a Hawkeye and a Kate Bishop and whatnot. And I then really you get him
0: going down in the bathroom and seeing the graffiti Thanos was right.
1: Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, That,
0: like, got me, that, like, haunted me. I don't... I totally. Mean, what do you think the message is there? That, like, the city <laughs> is just... Um, <coughs> I mean, not I, think all that,
1: in. I think that some people like
0: it's divided,
1: it's divided. I mean, I probably not as big and small as, as you think it's probably like a small faction of people like, like the flag smashers and stuff like that. But I do think that some people believe that like, we are using too much resources and whatever conference, you know, whatever press conference yeah. Captain America or, or some of the Avengers had after there or whatever. Like, I, I think that like. I I do think that people, some people believe that, and um, and because they're now seeing like you know I'm sure uh, carbon emissions are up now. The people are back, and everyone's lives were thrown into a tizzy after five years or whatever it is. Yeah. And, and like if if like if Thanos's ultimate plan was to like save the universe by taking away fifty percent, like why yeah. not snap the thing and give us like rebuild some trees and like mm-hmm. give us more um environmental like like you know like w- why kill people? as opposed to like figure out another way to do it if you have all that ultimate power in that in the glove or is the because that's not the only thing the glove could do.
0: Right, right. Speaking of rebuilding, do you think that they rebuilt their incredible apartment? Yeah, I do. Okay. Because I couldn't tell. It, my my dad actually called it out. He was like it's a. It's the same apartment. There's a spiral staircase. You you don't really know the scope of this apartment at the very beginning until she's running, looking for you know her mom, and you're like, oh my god, where is this apartment in New York City? Yeah, and I, I think it is. Do you think it's rebuilt?
1: I absolutely do. I think yeah. one, it shows how much money they have. Two, you're right. not giving up that real estate, and uh, even even right. in a <laughs> even in a rebuilding economy where like you know Avengers Tower needs to be rebuilt and and yes. and Grand Central Station needs to be rebuilt, like. I'm sure they didn't move in back in right away, but I'm sure right. that they had, and I'm sure they got some kind of like, I'm sure there was some kind of relief fund that they were for being in the middle of that, plus the money they already have as a security firm. And I'm sure the security firm business went through the roof after oh, that. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it, it really shows, I ask because it shows how <laughs> it's a, sort of a symbol of how at least the wealthy margin have recovered since the attack on New York, which is to say that it's basically back to normal. Yeah. Um, although post-blip, I don't know if that shook things up. <laughs> um, we also get Lucky the pizza dog, which I was so excited about. I, I have to close my eyes anytime there is any danger that any animal on screen is going to get hurt, and I'm happy to say that Lucky is fine. <laughs> it's not good. I don't know. How do you watch that with Teddy? I, I have go I- going this...
1: I don't enjoy those scenes.
0: You don't enjoy those scenes?
1: Like, I don't enjoy watching those scenes.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I know. But I have major problems with them. But anyway, the dog's adorable.
1: (laughs) The dog's adorable. But here's a question. Um, Another leftover question is, what was so important about that watch? Why the watch and not the other things?
0: Yes, I was going to ask you. um, Do you know what that watch is from? I mean, you know, it's obviously Avengers Compound. I
1: don't. Oh, I'm just. I'm just. I'm just wondering if that was like a Tony Stark watch that was worth That's a lot of money. That's what I was money. thinking. Like yeah. maybe there isn't a lot to it. That's just what brought them there, as the uh, the Mafia. There, well, I don't know. And,
0: and while we're on the subject of the black, uh, the black market auction, is there some significance to the Triceratops skull? And then you know they say this is to display in your house only. Is this maybe just to show just the kind of thing that that people bid on and that is out there in the world that we don't even know about, Joanne and Brian don't know about, because we go to museums and see it, but this can't even be in museums. This isn't someone's yeah,
1: home. Yeah, I, I, I think that's exactly right, to be totally okay. honest. I think that's what it was. Um, also, we haven't even touched on the fact that Jack Duquesne, uh, however you say his last name, is the swordsman in the comics.
0: Oh, so tell me about that because I don't have much knowledge about that part okay, that so, character
1: in the comics, from what I remember, the swordsman mm-hmm. um was a bad guy at one point, was a good guy at one point going back and forth. He's a regular human being, um mm-hmm. but he's like olympic like amazing caliber swords like a swordsman um, ah. um in some comics, he trained. Clint Barton as a kid, and then he f- and then Clint Barton found out that he was doing bad things and like turned on him, and then they became enemies. But then he, like, Swordsman became good at some point. He's like a, an anti hero. So obviously, they're changing whatever is happening with him in this one. I don't know if yeah. he has any alternative motives or whatnot in this. So we'll, we'll, we'll see.
0: So, do, does the Swordsman pop up in comics with Kate Bishop, or is it usually just with Clint Hawkeye?
1: Uh, I, I, the major ones with him are more like Avengers and Clint and stuff like that. Um, I haven't read a lot of Kate Bishop, to be totally honest. <laughs> so I I, I I can't totally answer. But I know that okay. he's shown up in a lot of Hawkeye stuff.
0: Well, and, you know, this is not, not a spoiler, but a spoiler maybe, is that Kate eventually, I don't know if you know this, gets together with Eli, who's the son of... Um, isaiah in falcon the winter soldier
1: oh interesting i think i and he's one of the young avengers i think
0: yes so that's why i'm kind of wondering if this is leading us to this young avengers thing that was really exciting and it really was cool that we got to see kate do natasha moves did you notice that
1: i did and i love where she's hanging from the pipe and then the pipe breaks and it still allows her to flip i that choreography was pretty good there were some weird shots in there but that choreography was pretty good
0: well, what was, what was something that I was sort of becoming aware of as it was happening was, you know, she's super trained and she's like really good at everything, but she's like trained to kill or like right. she's never killed a person. So she's, it was she's really- She's also in this
1: awkwardly large, you know, Ronin outfit.
0: Yes. This hysterical with mask, very COVID safe, COVID compliant Um costume.
1: <laughs> Which also
0: back to the Chinese restaurant, I, I always look for this uh, because I'm a nut as well, but I like to see, I don't know how much of this they shot during COVID, um, but you can, I, I like to look at restaurant scenes to see how they are spaced to know, because you mm. can make it look that depth perception you can make it look like everyone's close together but <clears throat> you know uh, laura was on speakerphone in a big crowded chinese restaurant so clearly not many people are around her so yeah
1: so also the the only I, I wasn't really paying attention but the only billboard i saw was um beetlejuice um,
0: oh i i looked but i didn't actually catch any of them you caught beetlejuice <clears throat>
1: um i did but also i don't know because of the pandemic i don't know how long because beetlejuice closed and then I just don't know how long those billboards stayed up during the pandemic right. because like because they didn't change any of that advertising during that whole time. So
0: it's safe to say they were up for a while. So I we'll yeah. know when we'll, we we'll see the assembled at, at the end of this when they act, yeah. how they coped with it. But I bet that they did part of this during um, I'm sure
1: uh, that that's probably true. Yeah, they sure. couldn't
0: have been we couldn't have been working on this that long ago. Yeah. Um but yeah, so we got our first bro and then um I and then they finally meet. And I'm so excited to know yeah. what happens next. <clears throat>
1: this this really got me excited for like this series. Also, it's short. It's six episodes. It doesn't have to do a lot, meaning like <clears throat> it just is. real. In Falcon and Winter Soldier, we knew that we had to get Sam from giving up the shield to be Captain America in this yeah. one. We don't really have to get anywhere. Like we're just on a fun romp. I, I don't feel like. Sure, we want Kate and 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 Clint to like trust each other more. We want Kate to kind of full, step into her full, um, like her full destiny a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. And like we've seen, mo- oh, this is what I was going to say. <coughs> we've seen most of the trailers already from this first episode.
0: I, yeah, I love that. And
1: yes. I'm sure that in episode two we're going to see even more of the trailer stuff. Which. Yes is the best feeling that I don't know what's coming. We only have rumors up until this point, like Yelena on set. Like the rumor is that Kingpin is going to be in this. Like, like, there's a lot of that stuff and I'm excited to see what happens as opposed to knowing what happens because the trailers told me everything.
0: Yeah. And we don't have to sit there waiting to know the scene that we still haven't seen. And then you're missing what you're watching. No, I love that they do that. They've gotten so, good. I mean, most, most houses have gotten good at doing this, that you're, the trailers are just. Most houses. The beginning. Like, you know, production houses, like. Uh, mm. Warner Brothers and Marvel and Disney. I don't know. They're all the trailers these days to me. The houses. The, ones, the houses. Um, you know, they're getting good at that. I um I'm just I, I love seeing New York City at Christmas time. Me I too. Mean, I thought the they, same thing. Do, the soundtrack, like I gotta find it on Spotify. It's fabulous. <laughs> they're doing yeah. it's such a uh, it's so perfect for the holidays. And oh, and we get that quintessential um New York one pat kiernan you you miss new York down there in philly i mean I, I
1: i don't miss new york one but i know it
0: <laughs> how, how do you get all your news then Brian?
1: <laughs> i don't even know anymore um,
0: um yeah cool. so it was fabulous so i can't wait um I, I just can't wait to see what's going to happen
1: same i'm super pumped um shoot, well we never rated anything before do we want to rate this thing
0: yes mm, let me think okay so what are we going to do this on a scale of 1 to 10? Yeah, let's
1: do this on a scale of 1 to 10. And let's, um, let's, be, let's keep making it simple. Let's just rate this one. How many bullseyes would you give it? 1 to 10. 1 being like, ugh. And 10 being like, oh, this is great.
0: OK. <laughs> well, for me, it's 10. 10 bullseyes. Oh,
1: interesting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this a, a 7. What? Because I loved it, but I, I think I I don't want to give this a ten because I'm just going to be disappointed if anything's a nine or an eight or something like that.
0: Well, okay, yeah, but we but I thought we were basing this on what we're at right now. You're at a uh, seven right now. No, then
1: I'll probably give this like an eight and a half, nine. Then No,
0: you, you don't have to go back on it. I'm just shocked. This is this is so interesting <laughs> about you. You love uh, something, I loved it. and I thought I did. you hated it. Good. You thought Good. I, you thought
1: I hated this.
0: No, like, you're like, Shang-Chi was good. I love Shang-Chi. It's my favorite part of Phase 4. And with this, you're like, yeah. I love Hawkeye. I give it a seven.
1: <laughs> I think it was great. I would give, because I, I, I'm i excited for, for like, what's next. Okay, I, I'm going to give it an eight. I'll give it an
0: eight. Okay, uh, thank you. At least an A. What is it, an A or B? Like, seven's like a C, Brian. <laughs> C plus. Come on.
1: Okay, I'll give it an eight. I'll give it an eight.
0: Okay. Well, nerds, we should have just got the checkers to liven things up. But... Join us next time as we dive into episode two of Hawkeye.
1: And as a new podcast and a multiverse of other nerd verses, the reviews are super important to us. So please be sure to subscribe to the Nerd Verse uh, with Joanna and Brian on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at the Nerd Verse Pod. Um, that's at the Nerd Verse Pod. And, rem- and, and just a reminder to rate and review us uh, on Apple Podcasts. That would be a really, really helpful.
0: We gotta go, bro.
1: <laughs> oh man, I was very happy to. Yeah, uh, no, no, no. You didn't have to do it in Russian. I got what you would, what you were throwing out there. I got what you yeah. were arching out there, the like archery. I
0: thought we were gonna do quivers. What is a quiver?
1: Quiver's a good word. That's what it is.